control, we have landed on the planet. It's been a long time, we should have never left us granted. But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel. Part two will rock you, the voice of the people. We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it. The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes. Black Bobby Mac, Josh Bryan and Mary. About to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me. Make sure everybody's awake out there. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Planet Platypus Show. It's your boy, Josh, a.k.a. Easy Rider. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're like uh, Hell's Angels. Yeah, you like that, huh? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm going to call you Fat Boy Slim. I like that. Because you're on a fat boy out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everybody uh, slim lately. Josh bought a motorcycle. <laughs> I did. You brought a room room. I did. You know, I, <clears throat> something I want to do. Wait, the best part of this is coming. <laughs> all right. So, you know, <laughs> no. all, like probably all my life, I've been wanting a bike because of that lifestyle of a biker and being out there. <laughs> like it's meditative. You're out on the road, the open road, the wind blowing through my beard. You got the haircut and, for it. Yeah. And just like, you know, just out there, just cruising, riding, just clear my mind, ride out. And we're down here where the weather is beautiful. There's not potholes all over the road. It's like beautiful year round. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I got my, my I don't have a young kid anymore. My kid is older. It's my midlife crisis now. So I went out and I got myself a beautiful motorcycle. What um, kind of bike is it for everyone? It, it's a uh, it's a Honda Fury. It's got some some custom touches on it. It's chopper style bike. Um, looks like something like the those OC chopper guys would make. You know, it's yeah, really, Honda really, Fiori. Yeah, yeah, real, <laughs> re- really nice bike. Now, the only thing about it is, I've I've never ridden a motorcycle in my life. <laughs> so, for a beginner with zero experience, other than like a maybe a. a a jet ski and like maybe one of those like scooters at Walmart that you're cruising around in. Right. Um, I have no experience on any type of a motorized two wheel vehicle like that. So you didn't, it didn't cross your mind at all to maybe like take a class. I'm going to take the class. Maybe rent a bike first. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm definitely ride uh, a friend's bike. I'm, uh, I'm taking the class. I, uh, I watched a couple of YouTube tutorials right. and, and got out there and cruised around the neighborhood a little bit. <laughs> Bobby did the same thing. Uh, Bobby did the same thing when he uh, wanted to fly the space shuttle. He went on YouTube and uh, learned the module controls right. so, to actually lift off. So when I YouTube, I watched a tutorial, uh, how to drive a motorcycle. And uh, I, I, I put, put that in and uh, went out there and I stalled about seven times from my driveway to the stop sign. Of course you did. Uh, so then I came back in. I watched a different guy, uh, how to ride a motorcycle for dummies. Right. And uh, and then I was able to uh, get it in gear and actually cruise around a little bit, just around the neighborhood here in my little community. Sure. Not out on the main roads. I'm going to need a lot of experience before I get out there. And of actually. course. So, yeah, taking the class. I'm, I'm ready for this 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 biker lifestyle. It's uh, I got some friends that also have bikes that are you know eager to help me and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. But got bike riders always want more. Bike riders with them, so yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so a couple bike. of guys I work with have bikes too, and we're all going to get out there and start a club. And Bianco, uh, my boss, has now a, uh, a one trike, of these, a trike. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. It's like a yeah. I actually just got a new uh, Schwinn. 
Yeah. Yeah. Got that swing. I got a five speed. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a girl's bike. It's, sure. It's pink, but. You got uh, the banana seat? Uh, no banana seat. <laughs> tassels. I do have the tassels. Of course, <laughs> I knew you had the tassels. Uh, little yeah. bell. <laughs> yeah, little bell. There was bell. a uh, garage sale in Parkland. I just, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I pulled over and I put it on top of the car. Nice. And so it's, it's looking pretty sweet. Yeah, you're like Sons of Anarchy, but no. No, 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 no. <laughs> not not so much yet. That's but I'm, but I'm, I'm well on my way, man. Like, I'm already halfway there. I got the bike. That's the cover this week. Sons of Platypus. <laughs> yeah. Sons, sons of, of the Platypus, planet. yeah. Sons of the Planet. Yeah. But, like, I could... <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, my brain is melting because there's so many things I want to say to you. Yeah. First of all... Um, Motorcycles are so dangerous. Very bro. dangerous, yeah. Like I, I, I just I'm terrified of them. Like, like I, I know you want me to join the club. Yeah, you, you know I, Bianco's the same way. He's like, you gotta get a trike, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I just I'm very terrified of getting on a bike just because of what can happen. I mean, you're just not protected. Yeah, traffic here is pretty crazy. Yeah, there's you know senior it's, citizens. It's, Everywhere right. in your neighborhood. But like I said, it's something I always wanted to do. I couldn't do it because I had a young kid and I was in a, lived in an no, area. No, I get it. I'm not bagging so, on right, it. Right, right. So it's just like, what am I going to do? Wait until I'm 70? Like, let's just no, fucking no. do it. And I'm happy for you. It's but, just not for me. I get it. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, when Bianco got that trike, though, like Bobby said, it's like a lazy boy on wheels. Uh, but why not start there? Why not get the, um, because then like I started kid, shopping around for them, and I learned that or training wheels they cost as much as a car. <laughs> They're just fucking expensive. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll just get a regular bike. And then I saw this bike, and I was like, oh, that's nice. That's cool. I will applaud the fact that you're being honestly cautious. That I that I'm going to give you because I'm like I'm with Platt. I'm in the danger team side. Like I love you. I don't want anything to happen to you, especially something stupid, especially no, something no, no, in no. your experimental riding days. Because you know that's when you you have your first. You know if you've ever learned to ride a bike or a skateboard, you know you're going to fucking wreck a few times. That's the thing that I'm really worried about. It's not well hurting myself, obviously, but. That bike's really pretty. If I drop it, <laughs> I'm gonna. It's gonna break my heart because it's very shiny. There's a lot of chrome involved and shiny, sparkly it's beautiful. paint. And if I drop that bike, it's probably gonna be very expensive to fix. Oh yeah, because sure. Because all those parts are like custom and shit, you know. So, uh, so I'm worried about that. Okay, so that's the seriousness of it. Yeah. Let's go on the other side of this right now, Bobby. Can you imagine? The leather vests and the assless chaps <laughs> and the biker boots and the helmet yeah, with the it's, it's horny spikes on it and it's shit that coming. he's going to, you know, he's going to be all decked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he can't just be normal and get like a Harley Davidson vest and no, like jeans. No, I got to get all the gear. I mean, we're going all in on this. Well, first he's on the rice burner side, right? So yeah. he's going to do all the, all that stuff. And then he's going to upgrade or, or change. <laughs> he's going to get the fever for the other side. And then and he's, he's going to join a gang. He's going to go Harley. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he gets to, then, then he gets to Sun's level. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cuts was the same mo- way. Going to join a motor club. Yeah. You know, Andrew you Cuts know? started out where I'm thinking about getting this bike. It'd be cool to ride in the mountains. To now he's like. That's freaking, his identity now. He's like the Ben-Hur of trikes right now. I mean, yeah. he's like literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's his life. Like, he's. He, like he grew tra- a beard. Yeah. It's like sake. the transformation <laughs> the Undertaker made. Like, the Undertaker used to come out as the, you know, the angel of death. And then all one, one year he just came out as a biker and he yeah. stayed that way. He's for got it. Kid Rock in his fucking, yeah. you know. It is posse. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely got to get Kid Rock in the posse. Josh is going to be hanging out with midgets and shit. He's just going to have like a circus following him on bikes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's like a, it's like a, a new chapter our, in my life. Our new opening song is going to be Born to be Wild. Watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're start the show one day and you're just going to hear it. 
He's yeah. going to make Spitfires just for riding now. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Hanging on my bike. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Without Bobby and Platt. Because <laughs> they're on the Schwins. Are you guys be pedaling behind me? Hold up, Josh. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think pedaling. so. I think both of us would hit cardiac arrest in the first half mile. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Look, I'm happy for you. I Thanks, think it's man. great. I, I think it's it's fantastic that that you've accepted your midlife crisis. I oh, think yeah. it's it's if it's something you've always wanted to do, it's an accomplishment in your life. And I'm sure Bobby and I both feel the same way. We we support you. Just be fucking careful, yeah, Josh. I absolutely. Mean, good lord. Yeah. I mean, it's just we'll ugh, it's we'll it's do. terrifying. You know, it's like you know, I would love to fly a plane, but I. Wouldn't just go out and buy a plane. You know I, think, like, I think we need the, the plat plane. It's like plat. As long as you got to do is go on YouTube, how to fly a plane. Yeah, that's all you got to right, do. Right. This there's a tutorial on there for. Are there, are your wheels to... up? <laughs> Why is that beeping at me? Are your wheels up? Did you put your wheels up? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I got to admit, like even when I pulled up, I I said to myself, like the first initial reaction was, "Holy shit, that's awesome." Yeah. Then yeah, the, cool then bike. the fear came, but the initial. The first, well, you know, the you guys, thought. No, I've, I've been off social media now for quite a while, now, several months. Yeah. Um, and I really have no interest in posting stuff or getting back on it. But when I got the bike and I took a couple pictures of it, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I don't have social media anymore. I can't put these pictures up to show anybody. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing here. But it was the first time in a long time I missed my social media. because we'll I wanted to need to show to this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think so great. that's so that's what's going on in, in in Josh's world. What's up with you guys? I have, um, I might have pulmonary artery disease. <laughs> what? That's not funny, man. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> thank you. No, what, what's going on? Uh, it's sounds serious. Uh, my leg is my leg has been asleep for like a few weeks, so I've been going to the doctor to check it out. You know, hey, and it could be a it could be three different categories. Either it's you know blood related, your cardiovascular system, or it's nervous related, or it could be you know a pinched disc in your spine. Blah blah. blah. So I'm just going back. I almost didn't make the show today because I had one of these long tests where they hook you up to, uh, uh, you know, the blood pressure cuff they put on your arm. Yeah. So. You go through a test called a PAD test, the pulmonary artery disease test. And this is just basically them testing your circulation. So they put a blood pressure cuff on each arm. They put a blood pressure cuff on each thigh. Mm -hmm. They put a blood pressure cuff on each calf. They put a blood pressure cuff on each ankle. Wow. And then they have this cute little, tiny little executioner's hoodie. <laughs> and it's a blood pressure cuff that goes over your big toes. Wow. Yeah. So what did they find out from all this mess? Uh, I don't know. I went today, so obviously oh, that's I, the worst. I'm wait yeah. for my results. Now you week. wait. Now you wait. But uh, either mm. way, like I was telling you by phone, the results of either test, depending on regardless of which side of the uh, which side of the fence this falls on medically, the result is going to be you got to lose weight, fatty. That's yeah. what's that's going to be the diagnosis. Yeah. Hey, here's the news. And here's what you have to do. It sounds like sciatic to me because I had the same thing, and it was my sciatic. Yeah. You know, and, I, uh, and that is brought on by probably the weight that we carry when we either sit, lay down, sleep, whatever. So mine uh, was actually uh, inflicted through softball, believe it or not. I I I, I hurt my uh, my back, and that created me to favor one side, which started a sciatic issue in my ass cheek, well, which <laughs> made my leg just numb. I am uh, enlisting the uh, I'm enlisting the tutelage of Mr. Josh Fiore, the uh, guru of weight loss for DJs, mm -hmm. 
And I'm going to be phoning Dylan Boyd, and I'm going to get these two to get my ass in shape. Yeah. We're going right. to do a, a Rocky montage and everything. <laughs> you got to support, man. I'm going to have you you running beside <clears throat> me on the beach in 80s shorts. So I can have a pulmonary episode? Great. Yeah, we can do the... Uh, I, I got to get Apollo. back on track myself, so so I, I think it'll be good motivation for all of us because uh, I kind of fell off a little bit on the diet. I was doing real good for a few months, and then... You know, you start going out to eat and try, maybe I'll try this little snack today, but tomorrow I'll be good. And then tomorrow comes and, you know, it's it's very easy to fall off. I actually did wagon. one better. I hired a trainer this week. Really? What? Yeah. Really? 100%. Did you tell your trainer the reason that you eat what you eat? Though? Yes. The fact that you don't cook is, is going to hurt you. He's He supplies the food. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does the cooking. He does the the, the weight training. He does the puts you on a program. Put you on a program and then drops the food off. You pop it in the microwave. You eat it. You're done. I love everything about what you just said. Yeah, I'm so great, happy man. for you. It's man. not cheap. Is that uh, our friend Edwin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He yeah. he's got a lot of like big clients. Yeah. Like celebrity status clients. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's not cheap, but he's good, and you know he's also somebody that I it, it, I picked him specifically because how do I put this? I don't have the necessary willpower to do it on my own. However. If I'm paying a friend of mine who I respect, I'll get embarrassed if I don't do it. You're, you're accountable now. Right. Yeah. So it almost puts self-accountability <clears throat> on my own actions versus going to a gym and spending, you know, $1,000 a year to try and get in shape with somebody just, who just doesn't know me yeah. or doesn't care about me. You just won't show up. I just, I won't care I'm enough. the same way. Same I, way. This way, it's like, I'm I, now I'm pot committed. I know because you buy everything you eat. That it's got to be tough for you because your availability to reach out and get something to eat is everywhere you are. You know? Right. And for me, it's toughest at work because I'm oh, bringing and that food I, is so good at Monroe's. Right. And that's the thing. I'm bringing my work, but like all day Tuesday, I have to go, gentlemen, we have the most amazing steak special today. Right, it's right. our most infamous steak. The 36 ounce bony and dinosaur size, oh, you're good perfectly at that. seared ribeye steak. It's a meat lover's steak. It's, uh, I'm, I'm telling people for, 10 hours, I'm telling them how much they have to order this fucking You steak. have to eat. Right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm chewing on my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fortunate, but the way it is now, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, Josh did it. I mean, he's, he skipped a couple yeah. greasy meals. I could do it. Yeah, I'm going to have to take the jelly out of my PB&J now. Yeah. And the bread. <laughs> She's have a spoon in it. a spoon of peanut butter, like all natural, unsweetened peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah, the really gross kind that you get from whole Like it's, foods. it comes in a can. It's like got a layer of oil on the top. It's disgusting. <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 a new way of life. That's all. Just uh, it's the, the healthy lifestyle. And uh, and then, you know, pretty soon you'll have a biker lifestyle like well, me I'm, also. I'm fortunate, <laughs> I'm fortunate that I do cook. So I can prep me. I can do meal prep for myself, and yeah, that's a, a huge help. That's key. Is just counting the calories and 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 just sticking with it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just. When gonna... do you? What is your official you know, shoot date? When do you Monday. Start? So you're getting it all out right now. I, I've already started. I started jogging the, uh, this weekend. I I started. You know, really? How far do you? Like, what's your limit? What do you go to? I I jogged around my block three times. Okay. I jog once, I walk one, I jog one, I walk one, I jog one, I walk one at home. And how is that affecting you as a smoker? I, I've been smoking less this week, if that makes sense. I mean, it just I just started, so it's kind of hard to... Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to quit smoking today, but I'm definitely going to wean it off. 
I mean, good, good, man. I'm happy for you. I think, that's, that's, really, that's, I think that's the best thing for you. I was going to say, it's the best thing I've heard you say all year. Yeah, it's, it has to be done or I'm just going to die. I'm on to that. No, I'm not planning on it. I'm just saying. like It's, <laughs> it's just something you have to do. You know, yeah. It's like I've gotten out of control my weight. I'm, I'm 283. Hey, we're not it's, 25 it's, years old anymore. You it's know? too much. Yeah. You know, you're carrying around all this weight. We, we don't. Our work life, our work lifestyle doesn't necessarily lend us to a healthy it's, existence. And it's not exactly manual labor we're doing. No, there, but it's, so. it's, you know, we're up till six, seven in the morning. Right. We're on a completely different routine and regimen than, you know, the most people are. Right. Your whole eating and sleeping schedule is off the charts. Right. There's and, no routine. And like to Bobby it. said, if you don't cook, what's available to you at three in the morning when you're starving? Drive through. Exactly. Yeah. So you just have to adjust and, and, and move on and all that good stuff. Yeah, if you get in the habit of bringing your food with you, that's that will eventually fade away. Because I still get tempted to, dude. Like, I want to, I know that on the drive home, I pass every fast food joint that you can imagine. It's the only thing open, so that's the lights are on, calling yeah. my name. And, you know, like, I have my lunch next to me, and I've always saved something for the drive home, whether it's a little bag of Triscuits or something. I'm like, yeah. just be strong, chew this, and drive. keep driving. Yeah, I, I got into a bad habit of that coming out of work and grabbing like a couple breakfast sandwiches from the drive-thru <laughs> at McDonald's. Like I'd eat one in the car and then I'd save one for when I got home and then I'd eat when I got home too. So um, it was wow. Just, yeah, you get into these bad habits, you know. But uh, but now it's same thing. Even still, sometimes I get out of work, I'm starving. I drive by, you see those golden arches, man, and they just it's hard. But you gotta. You I gotta feel fight bad it. too because I just discovered Wawa's greatness. Like I had no idea Wawa. Yeah, I'm having experiences, but I heard like Wawa does not fuck around with their sandwiches. Like if you're looking for a good sandwich, it's not like your typical gas station sandwich. Yeah, I never no. had one. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, I, they they have gone. There's some. There's a little station that's better than a subway in there, and all the ordering is computerized. Just walk up to a screen, you tap in exactly what you want. So I don't even have to talk to a person. No, oh, that's the best. No, that's great. There's no personal interaction at all. Yeah. You just wait and you hear your fucking number called and ding, you pick up your sandwich and you dip. That's perfect. What a life. What, yeah. a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some really big things going on uh, this week uh, in the strip club industry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this viral video that's going around. Seen it. I'm living it. Oh, my gosh. Um, so for those that don't know, there was a, a dancer in Texas uh, doing her routine on stage. She's way up on the top of the pole, one of these big, you know, 20 foot high, two story cl clubs. So it's a big, tall, long pole. 15 feet. And from the very top, uh, whatever, lost her grip or whatever happened. And down she came and uh, and, and hit that stage pretty hard. And, uh, and Did you stage, watch that link, Platt? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. To watch the video is just terrifying because you see her just come down and just boom hits that stage and then this is the part that impressed me she continues twerking like lands on the stage clearly injured uh from what i heard uh fractured jaw missing teeth uh broken ankle and yet continued to bounce her booty and twerk and slowly back that ass up off the stage very gracefully and made her exit yeah so she falls from <clears throat> the top of the pole and her body is spinning in free fall, and it lands Oof. face down. Yeah. yeah. So she lands on her belly with her head slapping the ground, and she's lying face down and pops from the face down position up to her knees and starts wiggling her ass and starts backing up. The yeah. show must go on. Now, now this happens, uh, but this is uh, probably the first time that somebody's actually caught this on film, and now it's gone completely viral. It's become a meme. She's pretty upset about it because nothing <laughs> funny about this. 
I beg um, to differ. TMZ has gotten involved. Watch this. Is she okay? <laughs> Is she okay? No, bitch. She's not okay. She just fell from the ceiling and landed on the floor. So uh, TMZ uh, reported on this uh, shortly after it went viral. Um, now they're reporting that the club says scary fall is not their problem. It's your own routine. Uh, so the club is calling it an accident and saying uh, there's no plans to remove stripper poles, obviously. No. And, uh, and that the dancers uh, create their own routine. The club does not dictate their art form. And, you know, there's no workers' compensation here because you're a self-employed uh, contractor. Well, I hate to say this, but I agree with the club. Obviously, it's the club I work for. Right. You know, yeah, I didn't want to bring that up, but I'm glad you said that. It's not <laughs> even because of that that I agree. Right. In this business, um, we've known from day one that that's like... Dance at your own risk. If you're going to go up 15 feet in the air on a pole, mm. you got to use some, you know, common sense here. Yeah. And you have to, it, it, it's it's almost like buying a motorcycle when you've never <laughs> ridden one before. That's very similar. Are you yes. literally going to climb to the top of the pole and do flips? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that this girl wasn't, uh, you know. It's uh, an accident. She I'm sure she's, she's a professional yeah. in her own right. Yeah. I'm sure she's fantastic, and I'm not taking away anything from her because, Every club has that. Now, at Tootsies, we have very high poles. Yeah. It's always been a fear of mine that one day strippers are going to drop from the ceiling. You know? <laughs> you were waiting on that, weren't you? Yeah. You couldn't help yourself. I couldn't. No. Now, Cadillac lounges like that, too. They right. have the big, tall poles. Now, if you ever go to that club, uh, which you should go to the club, if you're ever in the New England area, please visit our friends at the Cadillac Lounge in Rhode Island. Always a good time. One of our sponsors and a, and a fantastic uh, place to go have a night out. Uh, but you will notice on their big stage there, there's two poles, one on each side. One is about, you know, 12 feet tall, maybe even a little bit taller. It's a big, high, tall pole. And then there's another one on the other side, slightly shorter, maybe about eight right. feet. The reason why that other one is shorter, because that's exactly this happened. A girl was up at the top doing some pole work, a bigger gal, but, you know, very great at the pole, you know, athletic. Uh, but 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 she had some weight to her. So the pole ended up cracking Ooh. and broke. And that's why the pole. Now, that's a different story. The pole broke. Down she came. The piece of pole came on top of her. Uh, it was, you know. If the pole breaks, I think there's a, a liability there. Okay. If the pole doesn't break and you just fell you off just the fell. top of the pole. Yeah. Dance at your own risk. That's exactly That's what the club is. Day saying. one stuff. I mean, uh, like, since the beginning of time that I've been in this industry, it's always been like that. I've seen girls get kicked in the mouth from pole tricks. I've seen girls butt heads on poles. Yeah. I've seen all sorts of stuff. I've seen girls fall off poles before yeah, it's yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. There, there was a girl at King of Diamonds, like, four or five years ago. It might have been longer than that. Yeah, yeah. That was a bad one. She she literally mm -hmm. was in the hospital for, for whatever, and... Same thing. It's like, hey, you know, you dance at your own risk. There, you know, here, and here's the, here's the catch 22. How many times in our business as DJs do you see these entertainers get on the pole, hold it like it's a life raft, shake their butt cheeks together, and consider that entertainment? Right. Right. Or you the know? shoe modeling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, you got, like now you got somebody who's up there doing circle lace shit, yeah, which crazy. is wildly entertaining. Yeah. You know, to watch. Every time a girl goes to the top of the pole, the whole place screams. Yep. People throw money, they make it rain. So there's three ways to really make money in our business as an entertainer, right? One of them is actually entertaining. Yeah. You know, another way is lap dancing, and another way is networking or hustling, as we call it. Yeah. Right? Right. So 
the girls that do the flashy pole work, that's their gimmick. That's their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So some of them take it to such an extreme that really like really extreme, yeah. Right. That that there can't be like a watchdog thing with all these clubs. So on this particular thing, I definitely side with the club owners on this or the club, you know, uh, the people that run the clubs. Right. By saying that it's always been dance at your own risk. If you're going to go up 15 feet in the air and do flips on a pole, there's no way you can think that anybody's going to be okay with that. On the devil's yeah. advocate side, though, yeah. as a DJ, I am the biggest fan of these. Yeah, no, no kidding. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, and and I've worked with one. We have one here. The, <laughs> the Girl Monarch used to go uh, 30 feet in the air, and I was telling Josh this. She, her gimmick was she goes 30 feet in the air, she stops, she flips upside down, she takes a blindfold out of her underwear, she blindfolds her head, <laughs> and she then waits for the drop in the music, and then yep. all the way down. Upside down, and lands an inch from the stage, <laughs> blindfolded. I got uh, I got two girls that do that at Sootsies. Yeah. She did that, you know, ten times a day sometimes. Very common. I, I, I had a girl when, when I was working at that club with the big pole. On the top of the pole, you know, there's like a little brass like ball, like a knob-looking kind of thing. She would climb up to the top, rest her belly on that top of the pole, and put her arms and legs straight out like Superman and yeah. like balance on it. Right. Like unbelievable athleticism. And as a DJ, I love, love what that it. does yeah. to a room. Yeah. Sure. Like, I love I love joining that performance musically. I love joining yeah. it vocally. Oh, absolutely. Love I love it. But accidents happen. Yeah. Of course they do. And I was always nervous that that every time she got up there and did that trick, I was cringing in the DJ booth. Yep. Like, and when I worked at Scores in Vegas, also there was um, we do shows with what do they call those scarves that hang from the ceiling? Those silks. Uh, silks, right. So uh it would be my job. I was up in the DJ booth, and it would be my job to press the button that raises her up to that way up at the top of that ceiling at the old scores. Well, and, yeah. and, and so anytime I'd, I'd hit that button and raise her up, I was always so nervous something would happen or that thing would jerk or she would fall down. And, you know, it, like you said, it's a very high-risk uh, profession. And then you're the guy at the button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I Listen, I attribute to, like, a football player. You know, if you're gonna play, uh, if you're gonna play a high impact sport, there's a chance you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you could get a concussion if you're hitting somebody with your helmet. You know, if you go 15 feet up in the air, you're not required to. It's not like the club's forcing her right, to go no. 15 feet up in the air and say do pole tricks and right. and you know she's doing that for her own personal gratis. And let's be let's be fair. Uh, the girl in question. Uh, uh, Rick's is going to give her some financial assistance. Yeah. She has a GoFundMe set up. I'm sure the people that she works with are going to help her out with a little bit of That's one assistance. thing I will say about the company that I work for. In times of tragedy and need, they have always stepped up. Yeah. I mean, always. Yeah. Well, whether uh, it's it's a family thing, whether it's a personal thing, whether it's an illness, an injury, or even an, an unfortunate situation's death. I have seen my company step up in very big ways. They're not going to go there and say, "Oh, this is our fault." They're not. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. No. Yeah. But but and from a legal standpoint, he's they absolutely care right. about you know. It's, it's not the club's problem, but uh, I guarantee but, they care about the young lady that hurt herself. But uh, but CEO uh, Eric Lang did say that uh, in the in this article that uh, that that he will uh, financially help her uh, throughout her recovery, that. and she set up a GoFundMe that's raised about twenty thousand dollars. I so believe far. that. So. So uh, I think she'll be okay. Uh, I think, um, you know, she's going to recover. The injuries aren't too serious. I mean, they're serious injuries, but they're not life-threatening or anything like that. And I think just her ego is bruised. 
because you know it's she's supposed to be up there looking sexy and oh, you know you know she's made a name for herself but it's like atlanta in our old, old days remember atlanta oh, atlanta yeah. used to do these insane <clears throat> pole tricks insane and now it became her whole like persona right she was the pole girl yeah yeah you know, that was it it, 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 she didn't do anything else. Like you yeah. said, those girls that do that, that's their that's thing. Their They're not the hustlers. They're not doing those champagne rooms all night. But when they get on that stage, they are Think really... about the features. Yeah. If a feature's up on a silk or a hoop or a pole, and she happens to make a mistake and fall off, is she going to sue and blame the club? Right. I think it's in the contract that you can't do that. Yeah. Especially if you're going to do high-risk maneuvers. In fact, you know who the perfect person to ask is? Annie Lane. Yeah. Let's get her on the phone right, right now. Let's give her a call. Let's now. ask her if that's even, because I'm curious. If anyone knows about extreme uh, routines, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be Annie Lane. Oh, yeah, because she does probably. Right. I've know. always said that. That, and if anyone knows the difference between a really good clam cake, it's, it's Annie Lane. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely, you got that uh, clam. clam cake game on lock. So Bro, let, let me just uh, connect Don't over even here. start. Plus, she might like guys <laughs> with bikes. You never know. <laughs> we gotta we gotta find out um, a few things. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking about this bike and you know, I have these these um you know, I, I sit and think about, you know, driving you know, down the Everglades and like maybe going down the keys and like, you know, my girls coming and I'm thinking of uh Highway twenty seven is what you're gonna Yeah, discover. but but I don't know if I want her on the back of that bike. It might not be safe yet. Hey, we got Annie Lane on the phone. Annie. Hi. Hey, hey. oh my god, that was loud. How you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> What's up, Annie? <laughs> I'm doing well. So is this is this Josh? This Josh's is all number? of us. This is Josh right here. We got Platt over here. No, no, I know, but I mean, is this your phone number? Do I have your phone number now? I feel cool. Yeah, yeah, you're working cool. Yes, <laughs> this is actually yeah. the uh, the studio the studio line we like to call it. Oh, oh, yeah, I was special. <laughs> yes, you are very special. So, uh, what's going on, Annie? Um, nothing much. I got into Louisville, Kentucky today for the farmer convention. Hey, that, that is wait, a fun time. The farmer convention. Yeah, it's like a farmery. Uh, it's like a machine convention. Oh, okay. So it, it's pretty. It's it, it, it's pretty cool. So um, on my plane right here, there's a whole bunch of farmers on it. So okay. are you doing like a John Deere set or like what? Cool. Like, do you have a special a farmer's farmer? daughter? The farmer's daughter. <laughs> um, no, I've actually been here uh, before, and um, I like you know they like my like my sailor my. My cowgirl, I have a new cop set that I think will do really well here and stuff. So I'm excited. I can't wait to, f to hear the music you picked for that. Oh, my God. I should send you my set. I actually <laughs> took, a, I, I took a, a Monroe kind of vibe, and I found, like, EDM mixes and stuff nice. for my whole set. Kind of like a labor cop show. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, Annie, we're, we were kind of in the middle of a discussion when we called you and just wanted you to kind of weigh in on something. So um, there's a viral news story on TMZ this week about an entertainer that fell off the top of a stripper pole and injured herself. And um, we were just wondering, you being an entertainer that does a lot of high-risk maneuvers, whether it be with silks or hoops or, you know, you're not afraid to climb 15 feet on a pole and do tricks. Um, a, have you ever fallen and injured yourself in the process? And B... Do you feel when you're doing excessive pole work, especially high in the air, that is the club, you know, responsible for that? Or do you play at your own risk? Oh, okay. I, I feel like this is very controversial. Um, so I, I think um, I, I personally, I've, I fell off a pole a couple of times, but I haven't 
fallen that high, I usually can feel if my grip is slipping or if my body just doesn't want to do something and I just bail out of it and no one knows because they don't know my routine. I don't think the club is liable because we're, we're, you know, we're independent contractors. So we take that risk. They're not paying her extra or, you know, doing something special. Or even instructing her to do this. Like it's not, no club makes you do pole work. It's just, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it is at your own risk. I don't think the club is liable. Like I feel for her that happened to her. And I'm really happy that all the people that support her, and I, I don't think the club is liable. It, it was, you know, it's a risk that we all take as a performer to make that extra stage money. But what I, what I found really interesting, I was in Pennsylvania this weekend. And I don't know if you heard um, about the Peel documentary. It's a guy named Freddie. Oh, Peel. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, they actually asked me a question. And they asked me if I, they were like, you know, this is going to be a little you know, a little different than what we usually ask uh, entertainers, but do you, do you have health insurance? And I was like, of course I have health insurance. So they were telling me a lot of entertainers don't have health insurance. So this is a question they've been asking entertainers. And I was reading her GoFundMe because I donated it. Because, oh, good. You know, all entertainers should help each other out. Yeah, yeah, and she's getting a lot also, of support. Yeah, she also... Didn't have she didn't have health insurance. Yeah, it's so important, especially if you're in a in a uh, position like that where you're performing these high risk maneuvers. It's it's everybody just go get health. Call the marketplace, get on some health insurance. Andy, do you carry any kind of secondary performance insurance at all? Um, no, I don't. Is that something that a lot of that features do? Do they? Is that something you can do? Like at a? I know fire performers have to carry their own form of insurance. for that reason. All right. Yeah, interesting. Like, um, I, I think that's in case they burn down your club, they're insured for <laughs> yeah. that. Right, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but, like, um, I never really looked into performer insurance. I just I just try to take care of my body. And, and like I said, like, I can feel myself slipping out of something. I will just go into something else. If, if I don't feel safe in a move, I will just transition into another move. I just have a, like, I just have a really good understanding of how my body works and i think it's from being like a cheerleader and tumbling and doing all that stuff see that happens to me during sex if i feel that I'm, <laughs> i feel the move's not going my way i bail out of it bail and do out. something else yeah. there you go. now now andy you you saw the video like from what you could see can you see what went wrong here at all or do you think <laughs> you want to no, do a breakdown first of all i was highly impressed yeah like that was a strong iron x i think you know her it was probably like her grip just gave out or like, you know, it could have been a number of things, but she's a true professional. She was like, okay, you know, she kept twerking. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, she landed splat and then started bouncing her booty and just backing it up very gracefully off the <laughs> stage. That, that's the part that really impressed me too. I, I've been, yeah. you know, obviously that's a, a club in our chain. I've been there. And uh, one thing about that club is it's, it's a big performance club. The yeah. girls go there and what they're known for is their performances. You know, yeah. like guys make it rain almost every song in that place. Right. It's, it's cover the stage with cash. It's literally an it's an experience is the best way to put it. You yeah. know, and uh, it's almost like um, the girls will try to outdo one another and stuff. But there are some damn damn good pole girls in that club. I mean, they they 
they can really, really, you know, do some some craziness up there. But oh, yeah. again, dance at your own risk, man. It's like I tell always tell the features. Every time I've done an orientation, I and Annie can attest to this because I've I've actually had Annie at the club for a booking. One of the main things I do is, especially the girls that do silks or hoops or anything that, that we click to a winch or whatever, I always tell them, listen, this is on you. You know, yeah. don't don't come running to me if you fall and break both your legs, yeah. you know, because that, you know, I, we're, you're not required to do this. You don't have to do this. This is a luxury on your end, you know, and I give them that. And I'm pretty sure it's in the contract somewhere that the club's not liable for a slip and fall i I don't know how it's written up but i'm pretty sure yeah they they cover their ass yeah yeah the the club covers i the most nervous i've ever been is at an edi and i can say this because nothing happened but i was at an edi and a girl was doing a fire performance and for whatever reason she bought the wrong kind of fire fluid i guess i guess some are oil-based and some are like alcohol-based so the one burns lighter if that makes any sense and Mm -hmm. the one burns heavier and hotter if that makes any sense and she had she happens to be wearing a hoop thing with fire all around it like it's a fire skirt so she is covered in this like uh fireproof vaseline gel stuff you know yeah yeah. so and so she's got fire in both hands a headdress on fire and a hoop skirt on fire and you can literally see the sweat is starting to bead through her vaseline and she's drenched in her own sweat because that's how hot it is in the epicenter where, where she's performing and she played it off, but it looked to me like someone who was nervously sweating, <laughs> yeah. you know, through it. You could tell it was, show. it was going this wrong. This girl is on fire. <laughs> yeah, you should have that. She was so hot. She was literally, like, draining sweat in the middle of her show. And the first thing she did is she gets off stage. She, like, Is runs there a point where the entertainers take it too far, guys? The fire is too much, some of it. You think so? Man, because I, I like a I, good show, especially visually. Like I think Annie puts on a killer show. I, that's what I love. But she about scares Annie. me. <laughs> I don't like people using fire for the sake of using fire in my show. Like if you have something creative to do with it, or you're really good at it, that's entirely different for me. Yeah, I know. You know, some people have never seen fire. Anything is fucking impressive. And um, I, I know we mentioned Angel Bo a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, extreme shows. Yeah, I don't man. know, Annie. What do you think? Who's got the most extreme show? That's and like, how far is too far? I I like extreme shows. I think Angel is amazing, and so is Penny Poison. I think they both went on a really good extreme show, but. But Angel's a badass. Like, she steps on Legos. I stepped on a Lego one time, and I, like, cried. Yeah. Yeah. It really hurts. Ever since you but told me. That, she's also bubbly. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like she's not intimidating. Like, she also goes on stage. She has like, a very extreme show, but she's very bubbly. And, like, so, like, you know, people want to tip her because she has that bubbly, friendly personality on stage. Is, is she the most extreme uh, stage show you've seen? I think her and uh, Penny Poison. Yeah. Michelle Lynn is pretty extreme. Back in the day, there was a girl named Alicia Class. I don't know if you guys remember her. No. I remember the name. Yeah. I mean, we're talking in the 90s. And um, she was a porn star slash feature. And she used to do these insane things um, that I can't even talk about because it would be illegal today. (laughs) Um, But it involved her anal cavity and... uh, Using that orifice with extreme objects, let's just say that. Like, <laughs> she, she would like, she would take like an Arizona iced tea can and like shove it in places and stuff like that. Oh, wow, it, it was pretty extreme. And and like, 
one day something happened and she never featured again, but it wasn't good. But, oh, wow. But she know. was probably the most extreme I've ever seen. I don't know. Can you staple a $100 bill to her pussy lip? Because if you can't, then Angel Bo still win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to give it to Angel Bo for most extreme. It's pretty extreme what she does, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. extreme is a state of mind because that's a, a, a showy way of being extreme. You know, like she's doing carny type stuff. She's doing... You know, like uh, sideshow act. Yes, stuff. yeah, and yeah, she'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. I mean, when we interviewed her, that's that's where she learned all this stuff from. Right. You know, the 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 her laying on a bed of swords and shit like that. Like, who does that? You know what I mean? Like, that's craziness. <laughs> yeah. I look at when 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 a Gucci before a Gucci retired, and you had the the a the original A team, which was a Gucci, Simone, Lacey, and uh, Phoenix, Phoenix Fires, yeah. and. Um, and Gooch Mr. and Mr. T. <laughs> Gooch was <laughs> Gooch was like the pageant queen. She was on top. She had done it all, you know. But she wasn't afraid to do extremes. Gooch was the first one to really bring out the silks and the hoops, and she got real artsy and creative with it. Lacey and Simone, they would just go on stage and sweat and like put these ridiculous shows together where they were doing these high flying acrobatic maneuvers where they were almost guaranteed to hurt something almost every show. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would pull a muscle. Uh, I, I've seen Lacey crack her ankle a billion oh, times. Oh, my God. So banged up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I remember carrying her into my house because she had, had hurt herself. And we were just at the beach. They were fucking around on the beach just trying some new moves. And I'm like... You, you bring up a fantastic point. The word extreme is uh, is completely subjective. Like... Like, for example, you mentioned Simone. To this day, she does the best white liquid show I have ever seen. There's a lot of girls that do a white liquid show, like a milk show, a cream show, or whatever. Dirty whore show. lotion. Yeah, dirty whore lotion show is right. what it's called. But her performance of it is is subtle, but ridiculously extreme. Yeah. Like she doesn't do anything physically to hurt herself, but her performance Visually. with that white liquid is so fucking amazing visually yeah. it will take you to the next level we'll have everybody fucking screaming she is so extreme yeah with that liquid show wow. i've never seen anyone do something like that and since. she also does things in costume like the predator show that she did and then she's whipping this pole around like spinning it like the joker does uh, the the cane yeah and then she, i've seen her crack herself in that helmet or her head i mean like <laughs> like these, these girls get injured all the freaking time on stage you know so the point of this whole discussion because I want to talk to Annie about other things other than, you know, a stripper fall, is, is, you know, these things happen almost nightly in other clubs. There's just certain extremes to it, whether you stub your toe, you break an ankle, you break a nail, or in this case, you break a jaw. You know what I mean? It's just Josh really getting carried away with that. <laughs> but but my, my point being is, the media loves to turn us into, like, some kind of villain. Like, oh, the owner of Rick's Cabaret is not... Bullshit, dude. Let me tell you something. I haven't read the comments, and they're like, this is not OSHA's day. If I was like, what the fuck? OSHA? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got the common thing I keep saying. People keep trying to mention OSHA. And I'm like... like well, this brings up... <laughs> listen, Annie, because this brings up a completely different point here, and that is that... The real world will never, ever in a million years understand the strip club world or the adult club, the adult nightclub world. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we are a very different breed and people in mainstream just do not 
even for a second, understand the differences of what we go through on a daily basis. It's it's not there is nothing about a strip club job that is anything remotely close to any other job I can think of. Except maybe Subway. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Go ahead. But my point being is like, even if you're a construction worker, okay, yes, there are OSHA standards. If, if <laughs> Even if you're in a restaurant, there are OSHA standards. You have to wear slip-resistant soles on your shoes. I know all about safety, you know? But, yeah. But in the strip club industry, it's very different because... 99.9% of the girls out there are not doing anything high risk whatsoever. I promise you, the highest risk thing they're doing is opening a door to get on their stage if the stage has a door. Like, literally, a girl will go out on stage, she will hold a pole, put her butt cheeks together somehow and clap them, and that is considered entertainment in that girl's mind. Now, 1% of the entertainers out there take it to an extreme. It's just the way it is. Yeah. But society is going to pull us all in this one thing and, and say stupid, ridiculous comments that this is on, you know, this. That, no. That particular entertainer took a risk. Period. End of story. The same, I, I agree. The same is if, there's, if you're a fireman and there's a burning building and everyone's telling you not to run in after the kitten, but Bobby Mack can't help himself because of his love for animals and bypasses the warnings and runs into the building and saves the kitten. Bobby's a hero, but Bobby's also a dumbass for doing that. <laughs> now, let's sit it like this. Now, say you're the fireman and you're sliding down the fireman pole at the right. fire station. Right. <laughs> now, let's say you get to the top of that pole to slide down, but you lose your grip because you get your gear on and you fall down and you land up. I did. Um, <laughs> so you lost your grip or did the pole break no you lost your grip you're liable but i mean in that situation down you, th th they'd be like a workers comp type of situation well, because yeah, yeah. yeah but that's different right yeah it's a completely well, different, different structure yeah, yeah we're not really employees either that's i guess that's the point of the whole thing is that they, they're not considered employees therefore they don't have insurance they're not entitled to workers comp and like you said nobody's telling them to get up on the pole and no. do twirls 20 nobody feet in the air. is enforcing this that you have to do pole tricks oh, imagine if we did there's not a club in this country <laughs> that does that if we did we'd have no entertainers we'd yeah. have every club would have two girls yeah but they would turn that mother out oh. <laughs> <laughs> think it would be more of a fitness thing yeah speaking of which annie what do you got going on i know edis are coming around the corner you've got a couple new shows you're working on um expos in august what what's what's going on in annie lane's world i have a lot going on um so yeah. i have i have a few bookings lined up uh i have the expose competition in two weeks which will be fun that's in san diego yeah, it's in San Diego. I was actually talking to Dino, the owner, before you called. Mm -hmm. uh, he's really excited. It, it's going to be a great event. I'm I'm so excited for this. Um, so I'm working I'm working on I'm working on two shows for that. I also have new booking shows as well, because you know why not? And then I'm excited I'm excited about you know the event at Tootsie's. Yeah, Canada versus USA. Yeah, we're all excited about. Yes. That. I'm, I'm I'm so excited for that. That's in April. And, yes, that's in April. And then I don't. I'm just. I have a lot of stuff coming up. She's at the Godfather in uh, February I, yeah, 12th to the yeah, 14th. Yeah, so 
And this weekend, I'm at the Godfather in Louisville. Very cool. So, out of 52 weeks of the year, how many weeks do you are you featuring now? Like you're full, full, full time. Yeah, she don't stop. Man. Yeah, like I can't. We can't even hang out. She's gonna be booked more than any feature in the business right now. Her no. Well, I'm probably. actually, I'm actually gonna come hang out. Well, I wanted to come. You know, the weekend before, I actually took that weekend off my schedule so I can come hang out. You know, like a couple of days before because right after U.S. versus Canada, I have a booking in El Paso. Oh, so okay. I wanted to come. We can. I wanted to come hang out like before well, and stuff would, like that. We would love to have you. Absolutely. Maybe we can get her in but, studio. Um, That'd be cool. But yeah. So um, I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm booked pretty consistently. I I took a couple weeks off in uh, February because I wanted to hang out. Oh, it's February now. I lied. January. I wanted to hang out with my mom and work on my shows and stuff like that. But I don't know. Last week. Um, last week, sorry. I'm like obviously tired. I have just flew in today. Last year, I went to 32 different venues. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. So, considering there's 52 weeks, that's a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I worked that much last year. Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes I just say no. And it's not because I don't love the club. Sometimes I just have to take a break because I love my job. I am so excited to go on stage this weekend. I'm so excited to see my friends. Because now that I keep going back to clubs all the time, it's like I get to go see my friends. Yeah, that's cool. So, so like, you know, so, but sometimes I need a break. <laughs> so Andy, I did that. And now I'm ready to party. Andy, are you attracted to men that ride motorcycles? And, and like, do, <laughs> do, do you like... Do you like to get on the back of a motorcycle and put your hands around somebody's waist while they're riding you and on their, their hog? <laughs> I feel like that's a sexual innuendo, but yes, I, I like motorcycles. I had a small dirt bike for a while. You had a dirt bike? So it's safe to say that Annie is a much more experienced motorcycle rider than I. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you hear what she just said, the, Josh? The sons she of Annie She bought Lane. a dirt bike to yeah. learn right. how to have balance on a bike, to learn <laughs> right. how to gauge speeds, to learn how to gauge braking, all the things that right. I just went out and bought YouTube is not a custom you. chopper with zero experience. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have the most beautiful bike in America, I just sit in my driveway, drop rev bombs, and then wheel it, walk it back into the garage because I don't know how to ride it yet. Yeah. But, that, uh, but when I do, doing. it's going to be badass. When I come down, I'll take a picture with it. That's, hey, about, yeah, all, that's about all you can do with it right that's now, to be honest. Basically, <laughs> what, what it's made for is so just take pictures of it. It's a calendar bike. We can make <laughs> a great calendar of people posing next it, to it. It really does look like a show bike. It does. It, does. it looks like something that, like like you said, time. West Coast Choppers put together. or yeah. It's like one of those. It's I, really well, like nice. Like I said, I, I did have like visions of like taking it down to the keys and stuff and yeah. with my girl and having her on the back, yeah. you know, arms around my waist. But I can't let my girl get on the back of that thing until I really get some experience on the road with it. It's you know? so pretty. The, my, first, my second <laughs> thought was, why does he have that outside? Get that indoors quick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't belong in the elements. That belongs yeah, it's in the going, showroom. It's going right back in the garage it. as soon as you guys leave. I brought it out to show you guys. Yeah, you were definitely I wanted, I wanted to show it off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We can't park in your driveway, which there's, like, no spaces here at the house. Like, we can't park in your driveway because Josh has his chopper out yeah. in the... In the <laughs> yes, sir. we got to walk a half a block. I yeah. think you're trying to tell us something, but that's okay. <laughs> I just wanted you guys to see my cool new toy. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Annie, I got a couple of quick questions for you before we go. It's kind of a, a, a random thing. I just want you to you know answer quickly if you don't mind. Yeah, um, yeah of course. Um, favorite DJ you've ever uh, worked with? All of them. No, I you got to pick oh, one. That's a great answer. Oh, no. Nope. Got to pick like one. That's, that's not fair because I like different people for different things. So, nope, not picking. I, I like all my fellow pandas. Okay, I'm not saying that you don't right, wor worst like DJ. everybody. Let's go worst yeah. DJ. Who's the worst? Who's the worst DJ I've ever worked with? <laughs> worst DJ. You don't have to say who it is, but just say what happened if there was a nightmare experience. No, I want to know who it was. <laughs> Tim Rhodes. <laughs> don't go. Oh, Annie, that's not nice. Don't go there. No, I like, I, it's hard because I like like so many. Like, I have, like, I'm pretty sure you guys don't have a favorite DJ. You have, like, a top, like, ten. It's hard. Platt's like, got a favorite. I oh, I always have a favorite for everything. Yeah. You can ask me any no. of my favorites. I'll, t I'll tell you honestly. Favorite porn star. Favorite porn star? Mm-hmm. Favorite porn star would have to, like, you mean to to, to watch and enjoy <laughs> or to work with? Because that, that's two different things. To watch and enjoy. To watch and yes. enjoy. To repaint the living room. I would have to say... Uh, <laughs> I would have to say Romy Rain's pretty hot with her films. Um, yeah. You know, doing some... Re I would say Romy Rain. Nice. Yeah. She's definitely uh, she's definitely hot. So, see how easy that was, Annie? Favorite DJ? Who'd you work with that yeah. you love? No. no. <laughs> I refuse to answer. Nope. Is it, is it DJ Pass. Jimmy over at Monroe's? Oh, my God. I yeah. love Jimmy, and I love you, and I love Bobby. Right, yeah. Bobby does the EDIs, and he's you know he's done your. No, he uh, does, and, and I asked I asked him for music, and you know he gave me a whole list. Like I, I loved working with you, Tootsie's, and Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's great, and he actually, I like this song. He put it right on my flash drive, and he always gives me great advice. So I have a lot of favorites, and I refuse to pick. Good for you. Favorite, favorite porn star. Favorite porn star. Favorite porn star? Um, Riley Reed. Is that her last name? Ray yeah. Reed. Riley Reed. She's like yeah. a really extreme hardcore girl. Like I really like her film. Favorite club to work at? Okay. I I'm not a lot of them. I have a lot. There's not one that really sticks out. Like you have to go to this club every year. I mean, you're not gonna offend anybody. It's just a well, no, I know I'm not going to offend, but I, I really do have, like, a lot. Like, I'm, like, I'm wicked excited. Like, I like I really hope that, like, I get to do the Monroe's tournament this year. Like, I can't wait to do that. I'm excited to go to Tatis. I'm going to San Diego three times this year at Expose. I get to go to Rachel's North for my, uh, Danny's birthday, and I was just there in November. And it's going to be a great time. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to choose. You want me to choose between my friends and my family. How I about, how about from – from a performance venue standpoint, yeah. like like the club that has the aesthetics that you the love. The bells and whistles, yeah, the, the toys, like things they that have the help overall, you feature. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Oh, how about uh, money-wise? No, not like, money-wise. Money-wise or just like bells and whistles? Uh, well, bells and whistles, I will have to say tootsies because I love your wench. It makes my life very easy. Yeah, we have a good setup over there. Yeah, you do. And I, I really like your polls. And Chris was an amazing roadie. Favorite okay, so favorite guilty pleasure? Okay. Clam cakes. No, macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> macaroni and 
macaroons. I will eat a whole box to my face. Macaroons. Oh, it's Girl Scout cookie season, too. Those little bastards. They were outside the uh, supermarket over here the other day when I went by. Yeah, I just ignore them now. Oh, no, I can't. You I ignore can't. them? You I have fucking <laughs> heartless bitch. Sorry, How man. You ignore those cute. trying to lose weight. Cute children. With you They're the them, devil. You throw them 10 bucks and walk away at least or no. something? No. Fuck that. They're the devil. <laughs> I just it's a propaganda machine, Bobby. Annie Lane, Annie Lane sent me a case of Girl Scout cookies. She's like, oh, let me get, not one box, but let me send Bobby a case. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> My pleasure. Well, well if, if you have them in the DJ booth, people are going to ask you if you can have one. No. So, like, when you bring food and food to a strip club, you have to have extra. She was thinking ahead, and you did the, you did an awesome thing, and it's so sweet. I, I still talk about it to this day. Thank you. Nice. Favorite themed show you've done over the years? Roller skate, my 50s. Yeah, she's known as the roller girl. Yeah, she is. That's that has stuck with her all this time. Yeah. Favorite sexual position? Risque. Reverse cowgirl. Ooh, good choice. Yeah, she definitely likes riding on the back of bikes. Then, you know, Josh. I think she's the perfect person to, you know. I like to be in control. That wasn't a question. (laughs) (laughs) It's a statement. I think I'm going to have to get on the back of her dirt bike because it's going to be a while before anybody's getting on my bike. You like to be in control, but what if you're physically with somebody who also likes to be in control? Well, I'm pretty versatile. So, like, I I go both ways a lot. So, say if I'm in a club and I have a customer that just wants to love me all night, then, like, I just want to go home and just, like, someone fuck the shit out of me. But, But if I'm choosing, like, if I'm on top, then I get to kind of, like... I'm in control of like, you know, like when I want to come and like how fast I want to have sex and stuff like that. So Annie, do you feel like, do you feel like this business desensitizes your sex drive or does it enhance your sex drive because you're constantly around provocativeness all the time? I feel like it enhances it because like it kind of keeps my mind open and like I ask people all the time what's the kinkiest thing they've ever done and like sometimes they tell me some like crazy shit and I'm like okay I'll try that sounds pretty cool I guess what about you Bobby yeah I'm I'm still on on six answers ago I'm 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 processing the stuff she just said about coming and being in control because I'm thinking to myself like if I have Annie Lane in bed and I've seen Annie Lane on stage there's no way I'm matching that I'm I'm gonna sit back and go you know what this is all you you, you obviously know what you're doing. Oh, no, I'm the opposite. I would rock Annie's world. <laughs> would you choke me? If that's what you want, I would choke and slap that ass. And Yeah, man, I wouldn't have any hesitation about that whatsoever. I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable with platypus flirting while I'm in the room. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little creepy, right? I'm yeah. not being creepy. I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm just being honest. People still ask me if we're dating. I know. Everybody thinks that we have a thing. We officially have no thing. I've never, we've never, ever had anything remotely close to a thing. I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I had someone ask me the other day, and I was like, "This is still a thing." The, the weird thing is, he has a thing going with Annie's mom. That's the one thing people don't really. Know. <laughs> yeah, people don't realize hey, Annie's, that Annie's mom's hot. She is hot. Yeah, Plus, there's there's no doubt about that. Josh, what about you? Do you think what? this business desensitizes you in a sexual nature? Because hmm. I feel like it does. After 25 years 
which, by the way, I celebrated my 25th year anniversary at Tootsie's yesterday. Congratulations. February Congratulations. 10th was my 25-year anniversary at that club. a long time to be at one place, man. Unfrickin' believable. Yeah. And, and in that time, and that's why I'm asking this question, I feel like I've been desensitized in a sense because... Um, Young Cuban girls do not turn me on like they once you know, did in my twenties. It desensitizes me to the circus altogether, but not to different sexual things. Because your, you know, your sexual habits outside the club develop differently when you're trying them out in person. Like I could watch threesomes all my life. You don't actually experience one until you go through it, right? And then you have to go through those stages, you know, in the moment. Yeah. So even though you watch things, all you do is really collect information about it, you know. So I, I'm. I'm over the glitz and glitter that other people see when they come in as a guest. I don't know. I just think, like, back in the day, the girls would flirt, and, and I would get super excited about it. It would fulfill my ego. It would <laughs> right. fulfill my whole thing. And, and now I just don't, yeah. don't talk well, shit. Okay, so to answer your question, yeah, I feel like um, definitely you get a little bit desensitized. Yeah. And, like, when it comes to, like, the superficial type of attention, sure, you kind of get desensitized. Right. Now, call me old-fashioned, I- but I think when you – have a real connection with somebody uh-huh. and you're in love when you get together with that person it's just explosive you know what i mean like t- to me that is the one thing like you could talk about different sexual positions and different crazy things that you could do with each other and that's great but if you're not really into the person it's just not the same when you're really into for me anyways if mm-hmm. i'm really into somebody that's that's the best. That's the best sex is when you're really in love with somebody and you're the like connection. That connection, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the then you no, have I, that. Then you feel like totally free with your bodies and you can like really get into each other yeah. and do all that freaky nasty shit. And it's right. and it's and it's it's better. Finger no, up the I booty. Agree. Like I can't have sex with you unless I can have like a good conversation with you as well. Like the next thing or like later on. Like, I just, you, I agree, you have to have, like, There's got to be a connection. Of, it can't just be just on physical not, attraction because it's not enough. my mind because, like, yeah. I've had great conversations with Annie, yet we've never had sex. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it's, crazy. It's because you're in bed and I'm still at the bar. <laughs> What'd she say? I'm just kidding. I said, I said, because I was thinking about Expo, like, uh, it, you're in bed and I'm still at the bar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. That's what it is, Platt, is you you need to, especially in that environment like Expo, you don't stop working, and then you usually call it a night early because you get a, got to get up I early and start, anyway. the, yeah, right, and start the, the panels and stuff yeah. in the morning. So you're missing all the freaky, nasty shit that's going down after midnight. Yeah, but the way I look at it is I've experienced that freaky, nasty shit right. before people even knew what Expo was. Yeah, I mean, we've passed the torch to the young years. bucks. Let, 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 let them have their time to get freaky, nasty. I've now. been in this business longer than... 80% of my entertainers have been alive at the club. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah. So I've experienced, so I could tell you stories that you would never believe in a million years that actually happened to me way back when that would never happen today. Right. Like, not even close. Can I hear one? What's that? Can I hear one? <sighs> she put you on the spot. You got to perform now. All right, but I'll tell you something, but then you got to tell me something, Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. I'll show you mine if you show me yeah. yours. All right. So, yeah. when I first started in this business, I worked at this club. Um, the Tootsie's owned it. It was called T's Lounge back in the day in West Palm Beach. And it's kind of where I got my start. I was working daytime to start. And the daytime girls loved me because I wasn't like the normal DJs. You know, right. I came from an Italian family. I respected women. I was very professional. I, I would never flirt with the girls. They loved me. They just thought I was like the nicest guy. So about six months into my job, not even, 
Um, and they were all gorgeous women. I mean, just tens and elevens, right? And um, I'm closing down my shift, and they're all sitting at the bar. It was a, I think it was a Friday night. And one of the girls comes up to me and says, hey, listen, uh, we're having girls night out tonight, and you're coming with us. And I said, okay, great. That's cool. Let's go. So uh, we went out to some bar, and then we went back to one of the strippers' houses, and there was like, I don't know, about eight or nine girls and myself. There was like ten of us total. And we get back to the house. This girl busts out a, a bottle of wine. We're all sitting in the living room just talking and commiserating. And the leader of the group says to me, Vlad, we, we love you. We just think you are the nicest guy, and we want to teach you something today. And I'm like, okay. Mind you, I'm... 20 years old like I don't I don't even like you know I haven't even had like personal experiences yet and and I've got nine strippers in a room staring at me like I'm a piece of meat I'm like this is great I'm gonna have an orgy with nine other girls this is a story of life that wasn't what happened what happened was they said we're gonna teach you something that you're gonna take with you for the rest of your life and you're gonna just champion this and these girls taught me how to give a girl oral the proper way nine strippers showed me there was literally a patsy and she literally was like you know the go-to and one of the girls said okay this is what we hate don't ever do this don't ever play with the clit too fast don't ever do and they literally constructed it like it was a fucking college course and eating pussy don't paint the fence don't paint the fence don't don't go outside the lines don't you know and they were extremely specific about certain things and then they would say, now try it on her. And she would say, no, no, you got to do it like this. And they were like, it, and it was nothing sexual about it, Bobby. Like there was it's nothing. Instructional. It was literally. <laughs> I've been trying to tell my wife that and she still won't listen. It was literally these girls going, you're a cool dude. We love you. This is our way of giving you something, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then even at work, it, it wasn't weird afterwards. It wasn't like, oh, I wanted to hook up with these girls. No, no, it wasn't like that at all. They were just, it was just a really nice, like, sisterly, brotherly, weird thing to do, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, they call that uh, sexual harassment in the workplace now. This <laughs> yeah, no, that would never fly. I mean, we're talking, what was this, uh, you know, 1994, yeah. Yeah, 93, you, something You were like sexually assaulted, man. Pretty much. So, <laughs> but, so anyway, so we get through this whole thing. And uh, as soon as that was done, these girls made it their mission to get me laid. So they had this nighttime girl that was, you know, about my age. And, and they said, you know, you got to go out with this guy. He's great. He's just a super nice guy. His mother raised him right, blah, blah, blah. They said all the right things. This girl ends up going out with me. And, you know, we hook up and I do the thing. Well, I was not expecting this reaction at all. It's the same reaction I get every time I've been with a woman since. And it's followed me through my life so much to where I've broken up with girls. Here's one instance. I broke up with a girl. Two years later, she calls me and puts her fiancé on the phone and asks me to describe to him how he can eat her pussy the right way because that was the one thing missing in their relationship. What a cuck. Poor bastard. Imagine that. But think about it. But think about it. That's what these girls taught me. They... Gave me the secret sauce. Yes. Literally. You have the golden scroll, my child. And it has it has really enhanced my ability to entertain in that sense <laughs> over the years. And I've gotten very, 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 very good at it as a result. Thank you to that. 
Now, Annie, why don't you tell me a, a crazy sex story about your life since I've just divulged a very private personal story about myself? Okay, uh, so I'm going to tell something kind of similar because uh, you said it wasn't like, you know, you had this experience, but it wasn't like in a sexual way. No, it really wasn't. So, totally not. Exactly. I, I, have, I have a similar story, kind of. So um, me, Simone, and Lacey opened up one of Jerry's clubs in St. Louis. It's called Hollywood Hunt, so we all featured together. And Simone is a master sporter. She can, I have never seen, even on like Pornhub, a girl like sport like her. I'm like still like a baby feature and I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. And I thought that was really cool. She can shoot 20. And, you know, have you ever seen it? You're 15 to <laughs> it's 20 ridiculous, feet. dude. It's yeah, ridiculous. She's like Gallagher. You, the whole front row needs plastic. It's ridiculous. Go ahead, Andy. Yeah, sorry. You can, can shoot it and swallow it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Like her control. So I was like, I can't squirt. So later on, Lacey, she fingered me not in a sexual way, and they taught me how to squirt. So that's it wasn't really like a sexual thing, but it's something now I can do in my life. I know how to squirt. Please tell me, me someone videotaped that. No. <laughs> and can you teach me how to do that? I No, no, and even, and even, and even when Lacey had like her fucking like fucking like Hand all up in me. She was like, you know, just relax. Like, you know, like you're talking me through it. It wasn't like, like I said, it wasn't like a sexual thing. It was just like, oh, I understand. Yeah. She's like, you feel this? I'm like, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. How far <laughs> did you shoot? Um, not, not that hard. 30 I mean, feet. It's kind of like, it's, it's like more practice. And then I got more comfortable with it. It was just, you know, takes practice to sport. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm but, sure. But I am nowhere as close as Simone. Like, Simone is, like, master fucking sporter. The human super soaker. My tea story is nowhere as cool as that. Uh, there was this uh, amazingly, I mean, insanely hot girl on the day shift. And one of my buddies <clears throat> happened to work at teas before me and knew a lot of the girls that I worked with, you know, because he would say to me, you know, hey, how's your day shift? How's your night shift? And I would tell him, there's this one amazingly hot girl there. I mean, she is, she's just nuclear hot. She is, uh, at the time, she was a Bobby Mac special. And she was everything that I liked about a girl, you know, thin, tattoos, you know, she was uh, uh, hardcore, that kind of thing. And oh, I happened to know that my buddy that used to work there knew her, okay? I'm not going to say who the buddy was, but the buddy of mine that used to work there knew her. And he goes, I know that bitch. I'm going to hook you up. Decided to come up to my club while, you know, and we decided to visit this girl, while she was working, he put me in the room with her. He bought me drinks. He bought her drinks. He got the whole thing going. He performed the entire magic, you know, array of setup that you can possibly set up. He even did a couple little sales pitches for me. He's like, you got to date this guy. You got to take this guy home. You got to do this. Trust me, this is blah, blah, blah. Set me up. Talked me up. Made, sold, did the whole deal. Hooked sold the car that night. Yeah. In one night, walked in. <laughs> he was the stripper whisperer. <laughs> He whispered to this girl the right things, and before I knew it, I was on my way home with her. So as we get in the car, we're in separate cars. We go home. He goes home. I got the girl in my car. I'm going home. He picks up the phone and calls me and goes, oh, by the way, she has herpes. Be careful. And <laughs> <laughs> What? That was funny. That would have been great information to have uh, prior well, to I wasn't Well, I wasn't going to like let him you know, not know. I mean, I wasn't going to let him do the deed. It was just, it was in his head that he was, it was hazy. Now, he was, for the hour drive home, I'm thinking, am I going to do this or not? 
back in the, <laughs> like, well, <laughs> back in the day, we used to haze each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't do it so much anymore now. But back then, like, I not Bobby, but there was another person that we gave Viagra to. <laughs> <laughs> and locked him into a dance situation. Okay, so we went out one night promoing. So we rented a limo. We took all these girls out. And the entertainer manager was like, it was like his first week on the job at Tootsie's. And me and all the DJs were with all these hot girls. And we're like, hey, we, we all took one. He's like, took one what? I'm like, Viagra. Like, you got to take one. <laughs> like, be part of the team, right? You're part of the team, right? We're all going to get lucky tonight. Right? Everyone, like, you, you don't want to get nervous. Like, it's your first week, man. These girls will fucking tell everyone that you're, you suck in bed. So he took a whole Viagra right in front of us. <laughs> we went out. We had dinner. We went to a couple clubs. We did a little bit of recruiting. But, I mean, we're talking fucking years and years ago. We get back to the club. We told, like, three of our hottest girls, this dude's, like, juiced up on Viagra, and he's pretty drunk. Work him over. So these girls throw him into one of the champagne rooms. They're they taking his clothes off. They we took his pants and his shirt and hid it behind the bar. And then he he he's in nothing but SpongeBob SquarePants underwear <laughs> with a rock hard dick with three of the hottest strippers you ever saw on him, like dancing on him, right? And then we run in, like towards the end. We run in and go. The owner's coming. The owner's coming. He's here. He's just pulled it. This kid got up and ran through the club in his boxer underwear, freaking out. We just used to haze people back then, and that was part of Bobby's hazing. It wasn't just me. There was a bunch of us that were involved in that little ruse. You make it sound like I was being evil and sending herpy chick on you, but that was like a, a like a. She was consensus. in my car, headed to my house. Yeah, well, that's. It's not like it's not like I didn't tell you. Yeah. The reveal wouldn't be as funny if I would have told you ahead of time, Bobby. Yeah, the reveal was great when we finally got to my house. We were in my bed, and I said, so you, I hear you have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> that did Amazing. not go over well. Amazing. Needless to say, that was a very long time ago, and we did not advocate that now. No, no, no. Not we're a all. good, wholesome family program. All right, this, got, this took a weird turn, but any, any, uh, any last-minute words for your fans, for anybody listening, for... Uh, anything you want to promote, plug, or say? Yeah, come see me at Godfather in Louisville, Kentucky this weekend. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. And I can't wait to hang out with you more in April. Well, now that we knew, now that we know that you can squirt, we're all for it. That's going to be great. We're going to do stupid pet <laughs> oh, yeah, tricks no. with Annie Lane at Expo this year. It's going to be fantastic. I've, I've never, I've never, I've never done anything like that on stage. That should be a new panel, <laughs> wouldn't you think? Like, you should squirt on stage. How many people would go to the Annie Lane squirting session? I would. <laughs> you know, you're talking no, about you getting attendance up. Like, no, let's get, let's get attendance up. Be perfect. Yeah, by the way, after um, securing your neighborhood, uh, Annie Lane is doing Squirting 101 in uh, <laughs> Annex Room E. <laughs> guest speaker uh, Simone Danilustris. Yeah, well, guest speaker yeah. Simone and Lacey. It's just, it's just, yeah. a, it's just a cot and, 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 and two chairs next to the bed. Annie's going to lay down, <laughs> put her legs in stirrups, while Lacey Rain is on a wireless microphone talking her through it's it. It's like a big screen and PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> there's, awesome. there's, there's a complimentary poncho on every seat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like like Gallagher. And then they have like... And then they'll have like a, a, a range. Like, okay, if you can squirt 10 feet, you get free tickets to Expo next year or something like that. Yeah. That's what we should do. We should do a squirting contest. I'm telling you, man. That main would stage. We got the main stage this year. That would fucking pack the house right there. 
Absolutely. So go see Annie Lane squirt yes. on stage at Godfather's <laughs> this weekend in Louisville, Kentucky. Thanks, Annie. Uh, Annie, we love you. Um, there's, it's unconditional. You're, you're so part of the family. It's, it's, it's crazy. But uh, and if you're in uh, Texas, make sure you come see Annie at Bucks Cabaret for the EDIs, April second, third, and fourth. You will not believe what you see. Yeah, I think I'm going to be there be for that. Next weekend. Where? I'll be in Houston, Texas next weekend. Oh, very cool. Have some barbecue. Oh, I will. Have a great day, guys. You too. We Bye, love you, Annie. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Annie Lane, everybody. I almost feel like we learned too much on today's show. A little TMI. Yeah. You know what we do need, though? We need a live read, Josh. You live read? Yeah, we need something. Okay, I need, well, we haven't we haven't done any commercial. We haven't talked about religion. We haven't talked about anything today at all. Well, let me tell you a little bit about religion, about their vision, their devotion, their religion, which is to handcraft the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. It became their obsession. They use only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of their commitment and collaboration with nature. Worship tequila. Seek religion. Ask for it by name. Religion tequila. More than a spirit. A spiritual experience. Yeah, we need to get that in every club in America. Yeah, good shit. It's going to be... We need to get it in the studio here, man. Seriously. You're supposed to be a tequila tasting for you this week. Yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, we're gonna have to do that a day when it's like not eleven in the morning on a work day. Bullshit, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's the issue, man. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We uh, before we go today, though, I I I do have a Spitfire of the week for you. Shocking. Yes, I know. Last week I uh, I dropped the ball on that. There was no Spitfire of the week last week. Can I say something about last week's show, though? You can. <laughs> I played that back for some guys at work that yep. are uh, uh, Latin speaking people that are into reggaeton. Uh oh, they didn't like my comments. It wasn't your comments. It was yeah. it was me and Bobby rapping in Spanish. <laughs> That's right. That's what we did last week. I forgot. They yeah, yeah. thought that was the funniest thing oh, we've ever done. It like, really was great. Um, it, we have DJ helpers. They're, they're, they're DJ assistants that sit in the dressing room at Tootsie's. And, um, you know, they, they look after they us. They teach you how to squirt and stuff. They teach us how to squirt. They do all sorts <laughs> of really great stuff. So um, one of the things every week is I'll play them. They want to hear the Spitfire. They don't yeah. listen to the whole show, right. but the, the, they want to see what's up, like excerpts of the show, but sure. mostly Spitfires. Yeah. So last week, I'm collecting my money at the end of the week, and one guy goes, hey, man, I haven't heard a Spitfire in a while. I go, yeah, I know Josh is kind of slacking a little bit, but that's all right. Don't worry about it. I go, because I got this reggaeton thing we did. He goes, you guys did a reggaeton. <laughs> so I play him the clip, yeah. and he is fucking on the floor. When, when Bobby starts going off, he's on the floor. When I'm starting to just, I'm way bad. Yeah, it's, so, it's so bad, it's great. And then all of a sudden, you go and spit fucking Latino heat. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy goes, Josh is Latin? And I'm like, Josh is Italian. Like, <laughs> barely that. He goes, that was actually like the flow of that was really, really good. Yeah, like, I don't well, think you realize I wasn't speaking words. I was just no, gibberish. Was gibberish. He knew that. <laughs> yeah. He knew that, but he's like, he really had, I had a doubt. I listened to a lot of reggaeton, man, like a, like an alarming amount of reggaeton. Yeah. <laughs> it bothers me I listen to so uh, much. But, but this week's Spitfire is not Latin influence. What's it about? Uh, well, uh, just uh, keeping with the theme of the whole show today and this viral video about, uh, about our friend uh, over there at the Ecstasy Cabaret that fell off the pole. Uh, first of all, I just want a tragic situation. I really do feel sorry that the girl got hurt. And, and You're going to make fun of her? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Josh. A little, <laughs> little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm not making fun of her, per se. 
Look, um, it made TMZ. It's going to make the meme world. It's going to make the pop culture. But it's a meme. And our job is to deliver the news of the adult entertainment industry in an entertaining fashion. And, and, and I've done Why do I feel like else. I'm going to get a phone call to this? Yeah, you'll get a couple calls about uh. this one. <laughs> so here it is, bit part of the week. It's a little something I like to call Drop That. Shake that, pop that. None of it compares to the way that she dropped that. Can't top that. When she entertains, when Shorty hits the stage, she really hits the stage. Climbing to the top of the pole. 20 feet high, make it wobble like whoa. Can't believe she's so high. All Kelly, she believes she could fly. Oh my, that pole so tall. Her name must be Autumn, cause she about to fall. Oh no, here go. Whole new meaning to dropping it low. Drop, drop it like it's extra crispy Landed on her neck, but I'm glad she missed me Blood pouring out all over the place Looks like a jaw hanging off of her face Most of her teeth falling out of her mouth Oh my God, is there a doctor in the house? Shorty needs medical attention She's banting away, human bodies don't be bending Every bone in her body must be busted Every guy at the stage is disgusted No doubt, baby girl got a concussion Ambulance comes and the paramedics rush But she never stopped working Never stop twerking. Stripping is a job and I don't stop working. Get money, get money, don't stop. I love the way she bounce, but I hate it when she drop, 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 drop. But I love the way she bounce, 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 bounce. But I hate it when she drop, 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 drop. But I love the way she bounce, 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 bounce. But I hate it when she never stop twerking. Never stop twerking. Stripping is a job and I don't stop. I love the way she bounce. Get money, get money, don't stop. I love the way she bounce, but I hate it when she drop. Drop. And there it is. <laughs> Woo. That was a loud, loud air horn. <laughs> Spitfire of the week. She never stopped twerking, never stopped twerking. Stripping is a job. And she don't stop she working. She don't stop working. Bobby, it's been so nice doing this podcast with you guys. <laughs> Come on, I've man. I've had so much fun. She's going to love that song. I don't think so. She's Dude, like, I could play that song. I know it's great. You, you did that song. It was fantastic. As far as she's like, gonna like it, I like the Doc Rock reference on it too. <laughs> is there a doctor in the house? Doc, 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 doc Rock, <laughs> a little ad lib. Doc Rock. Yeah, I like uh, that. So there it is. It's been fun, gentlemen. Anything else? Uh, no, I mean, I would say let's go for a motorcycle ride, but we can't. No. Um, no. What did, What did we learn today? We learned that uh, you know you should be stripping eight easy. Annie's a squirter. <laughs> you know. Uh, Bobby almost got herpes because of platypus almost. one time. Almost. Josh you, you, is... You, you, you did set it up. I'll, I'll give you that much. Jo- well, it was it was all in fun, though. Jo- Josh was uh, going through his midlife crisis. That's right. Um, right on the cusp. Yes. And uh, The worst is that you set me up with the girl of my dreams and then told me I couldn't fuck her at yeah. the end. That's the worst. That was the worst. Well, you know, like I said, you're part of a fraternity, and that was part of your hazing, and... You know, it's just one of those things. I went through way worse than you did, pal. Way worse than you did. I mean, I didn't get a venereal disease or anything like that. I'm just saying, but I was, you know. Can you imagine what it was like for me to have to kick out the girl of my dreams out of my house so that I could masturbate to her? Because I I had her there, but I couldn't fuck her. I had to get rid of her. So You should have seen what they did to me, pal. Wow. Another let's just show, say, maybe. Let's just say there was a trans testicle involved. And I'll just leave it at that. Ooh, that's for another show. South Beach, trans testicle. I'll we just gotta, leave it we at that. Save that I was really drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but nothing happened. Thai lady boy? It, it could have been. It was like that. Wow. Sure. Wow. sure. It was like that. Very you, believable. You have any Thailand stories like that? Um, I have a few Thailand stories. The, the lady boys are everywhere in Thailand, man. And they look surprisingly like, I, I mean, like it's, it's scary. I've done a little research, unfortunately. <laughs> we, we actually had a, t- a tour guide that told us. Accidentally, like you, you see the video and you just see this hot blonde or this hot brunette. You click on it. You're like, oh, that one has a penis. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, and they tell you, like when you get in their country, they're like, yeah, don't, don't hang out with any tall Asian girls. <laughs> Like, what? Don't, what if you like tall, skinny girls? No, no don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. If they're short, you're good. And and, and if and or if they're they have, eleven. And if they have fake boobs, <laughs> it's fucked. They're up. like, stay away from tall girls with fake boobs. It's basically what they tell you in Thailand, and it's so true because you can't tell. You wow. cannot tell. But that's again a story for another show. Not that I partook in any of that, but I was a witness to it. Story of another time. Thanks so much for uh, listening. We appreciate all the comments on social media. Keep them coming. And uh, we'll see you next week with some more uh, antics about Josh's uh, escapades on a motorcycle. (laughs) Planet of our anarchy.